Welcome to the Shine Bright Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Castell. My hope is that this podcast will be a place to encourage women to shine their lights brightly and authentically by unapologetically being who God called us to be. You can expect to hear me talk about things like Jesus, how ghetto adulting is, finances, dating, therapy, and honestly, everything in between. My prayer is that each episode you will walk away feeling encouraged, inspired, and seen. Let's get into today's episode. Hey y'all, welcome to this week's episode of the Shine Bright Podcast. I'm your host and your homegirl, Brianna Christel. If you are new around here, welcome. Shine Bright Podcast is a bi-weekly podcast with new episodes every other Wednesday. Here we keep it real, we keep it transparent, and we keep it positive for the most part. In the Shine Bright Podcast streets, we talk about everything. And my hope for you, for anyone listening, is that at the end of the conversation, you feel like you just had a real good chat with one of your good girlfriends. So hopefully that's how you feel after listening to this episode. Um, I talk about things that I'm currently going through in my life, um, different things that I'm unpacking. I share things to challenge you guys. So we have a lot of fun here. I love this little community. Um, But if you enjoyed this episode, my ask is that you go and you rate the podcast wherever you're listening, especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts. Because I personally, I read every review that I get. My love language is words of affirmation. And so any review that you guys leave definitely fills my love bucket and makes me feel like you guys are listening. Um, And it also just helps other people to find the podcast. The higher a podcast is rated, um, the easier it is to pop up on charts when people are looking for things. So thank you in advance for reading the podcast. How is your heart, sis? So I like to start off every podcast episode with the question, how is your heart? I answer the question and then I challenge you guys to answer the question. How is your heart is my favorite question to ask because a lot of people be lying about how they're really doing. And so how is your heart is a much harder question to lie about. Um, It's also not a very easy question to answer. So (laughs) I feel like every week as I challenge you guys to answer it, I'm also like, okay, wait, how is my heart? How is my heart really doing? And let me make sure I'm not giving a fluffy BS answer. So my turn to answer, how is my heart? Um, My heart is, my heart is okay. Um, (laughs) I have been using my words to express my feelings Um, these past couple of days. A couple of things have come up and I have had to share with people um, how those things have made me feel. So it's been a lot of vulnerability. And from last week's podcast, um, you guys know that it's weird at the times when I struggle with vulnerability. Like I, I think I'm pretty vulnerable on this podcast. I'm very transparent, but I'm not good with being vulnerable when my feelings are hurt or when somebody has done something that I don't like. I usually internalize those things. And I'm not sure if I've talked about this on the podcast or my Instagram stories before, but I do this thing called silent demotion. And that's the term that I came up with. But like somebody hurts my feelings. I don't say anything about it, but I think about it and I kind of fester on it. And I just decide that that person is going to be demoted in my life. And that's a very easy way of never having to like address these negative feelings. However, it's also unfair to that person because you never give them the opportunity to be like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Um, And not that everyone apologizes, but you don't even give the person the opportunity to know that they hurt your feelings or to express or to have a conversation about it. Um, So I'm not really good at that. And I've had to do that a couple of times these past few days. And it just like makes my skin crawl. 
I don't like it. And ultimately I don't like it because it, it gives that, I feel like it's handing over power. Like when you're vulnerable, vulnerable in that way, you're telling somebody, Hey, you did this to hurt me. And you're essentially asking them to change that thing. And then you're putting the power in their hand to either say, Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to do that. And then change the behavior, or you're putting the power in their hand for them to not change the behavior and potentially continue to hurt you. I don't like that. I would rather keep the power in my hand and just decide that I'm not dealing with you anymore. But obviously that is not the mature way to handle those emotions. And so I'm trying to push through that. Um, I also have realized that I create worst case scenarios and stories in my head instead of assuming the best in a situation. Um, Instead of assuming positive intent, sometimes I assume negative intent when it comes to certain things and certain people. And I'm trying to decipher like who who I give more grace to than others, if that if that's like easier way to boil it down to. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I've been using a lot of my words and it's not my favorite thing to do, but I'm committed to working on myself. And as things come up in therapy, I'm committed to putting those things to action. So that is how my heart is doing in regards to my feelings. I've also been super emotional these past couple of days, but I'm on my period and I tend to cry a lot when I'm on my period and it won't even necessarily be about sad things like today. I bought the Obama book, A Promised Land, the book that he wrote um, last year and released last year. I bought the Audible. And so I've been listening to the audiobook over these past few days and I have just been so overwhelmed because he recorded his audiobook. So it's like listening to his voice. And it literally sounds like Obama is like telling you a story and, you know, it's about his life. And I was literally crying in the car, just listening to him, just so overwhelmed with like, it just felt like such like an intimate moment <laughs> with President Obama. <laughs> and I was just overwhelmed, like, wow. And just thinking about what he meant to America, Black Americans. Then I started thinking about like how much my grandfather was blown away by the fact that we had a black president and my grandfather grew up in the deep deep South, well not deep South, but North Carolina during Jim Crow and segregation. And so I just remember like how proud he was to have a first black president. I remember, you know, him being glued to the television anytime Obama was talking, my grandfather and Obama had the same birthday. So he just had this sense of pride, you know, that they were born on the same day. And so then I, you know, I started thinking about my grandfather who passed away in 2015 and then I was really sad and overwhelmed. So I started crying about that and it was just this whole spiral of tears today. (laughs) And I was like, girl, what are we going through? But, you know, I let myself have my moment. Um, But yeah, on my period, there's usually a lot of tears. But anyways, that is how my heart is doing. Annoyed that I have to use my words when it comes to my feelings, but also challenging myself because I know that's an area that I need to grow. And then also just feeling super all the feels, all the warm feels in my heart, listening to Obama's audiobook as he talks about his life and him being in college. And obviously he didn't know that he was gonna be present at that time. So it's just really inspiring to listen to. And then my heart is also missing my poppy, missing my grandfather. So that's how my heart is doing. And now it's your turn to answer the question: how is your heart? How are you feeling? How has this week been for you so far? What things are you looking forward to in this month? The summer's right around the corner. How are you feeling? How is your heart? 
It's time to check in, sis. This week's episode, we are going to be talking about jealousy in friendships and the different ways that it can show up and how to address it because it happens, you guys. (laughs) It happens and it can be very uncomfortable and odd when it does happen. Um, So we're going to talk about that and of course I'll share my experiences with it. Um, But a little backstory on how this topic came up. So a friend of mine, a really good friend of mine, we're having a conversation last week about jealousy and how specifically she feels like one of her friends is showing signs of jealousy in their friendship. Now, she hasn't verbally said that she's jealous, but she has been doing things that makes her feel like she might be jealous of certain things that are happening in her life. And we were having this conversation and it ended up her and I admitting times that we had been jealous of each other or intimidated or felt away, um, so envy or things like that. And I've been wanting to talk about this topic uh, a few times um, in different ways, but other things just came up. So I was like, oh, this is a really great time to talk about this because her and I addressing that moment in our friendship was big and the crazier part is with her and I the moment that she admitted that she had experienced jealousy or envy towards me and vice versa the moment that I admitted to her when I felt jealousy or envy towards her the neither one of us were aware of it so like when she told me like you know I was jealous when x y and z happened for you it was like wait what like you know it was like I never felt that from you and um vice versa, the same with her. When I shared, she was like, oh my goodness, like I would have never known, like I never felt that from you. And so I think we'll talk about that more. Um, But I think that piece is really important as well. When you do feel jealousy, like what do you do with that in your friendships? So let me just say, this is not an easy topic to talk about. It is not easy to admit to anyone that you're jealous of them or that you yeah, I mean, basically that, that you're jealous or that you're experiencing envy. So yeah, let's just start there. (laughs) I'm sweating a little bit. Um, But I think it is important and not enough people talk about envy and friendships. And I do want to specify that I am talking about genuine friendships. I'm talking about people that you genuinely love and genuinely care about. I'm not talking about people that you're like, you've secretly been hating on your whole friendship. That's not a friendship and that's not healthy. I'm talking about somebody that you're like, yo, I genuinely love this person, but dang, this thing happened for them and I feel a way about it. And this article, because y'all know I'm going to quote an article that it's called, If Envy and Jealousy Are Impacting Your Friendships, Read This. And it's by... I don't know how to pronounce her name. It'll be in the show notes. Anyways, um, and I love how she describes what happens to us. So she says, there's a strong chance this has happened to you. Someone you love gets great news. Maybe they're having a baby or they've scored their dream job. You're happy for them genuinely, but but there's a little sourness draped over your excitement. A small voice says, man, I wish it were me or ugh, why do things always work out for them? Quite honestly, it's a little painful to long for something your loved one has when you really want to cheer them on. Those are real moments, you guys. And I've had several conversations with friends where 
this has been a topic of conversation. And I think it's really important to know what to do with those feelings when they show up. So in the same article, she goes on to give several tips on what to do when you are experiencing jealousy. And I thought um, a bunch of them were really good. So the first one is admitting your feelings to yourself. And she recommends admitting your feelings to yourself in third person. You can choose whether or not you want to do that exercise. But just in general, putting a name to it and calling it what it is. It is jealousy. And saying that out loud um, And this is specifically to yourself. Um, We can talk about whether or not or how to address it with friends if that's what you choose to do. But just saying it to yourself. And in the article, she says, um, denying that you're jealous or envious will only make the feelings fester. And that's not good for you and your friendship. Instead, check in with yourself. Keep it real and tell yourself it's okay. Tell yourself the truth. And I've had to do this. I've literally had to say when this has happened to me, like, okay, what is going on here? What am I feeling? And I've had to say, okay, I think I'm jealous. And this is hard for me to admit because it's not easy to admit, like I said. But you might have to say that, like, I think I'm jealous. And let me just be honest about that. Let me be honest with myself about what I am feeling as I am watching this happen for someone or I'm watching someone get something that I feel like I've wanted. Let me call it what it is and let me be okay with that. And she recommends like self-soothing and so comforting yourself the same way that you would comfort a friend. So that's why she recommends doing it in third person. So she says, say like Brianna is jealous because, and then she has some examples of I'm feeling envious right now because My best friend achieved this major milestone of buying her first house and it makes me feel like I'm stagnant and I'm afraid that things won't. Oh, wait, no, sorry. That's first person. (laughs) See, I'm doing the exercise wrong. Okay. It says, put your name in this scenario. So Brianna is feeling envious right now because her best friend has achieved this major milestone and bought a house. Brianna realizes that she feels stagnant and is afraid things won't change for her. I think that's super powerful to say exactly what it is that you're feeling and what that fear is because there's a fear there. And I love that in this example, she addresses the fear and saying that the fear is, is that Brianna, and this is weird talking talking about myself in third person, but Brianna is afraid that things won't change for her. So how would, if your friend came to you and said that, how would you soothe that person? And so be like, you know what, Bri, like it's going to be fine just because it's happening for her does not mean that it won't happen for you. Like you're allowed to feel your feelings, but don't be downing yourself. Like reverse psychology, that thing and comfort and soothe yourself in that way after you're honest with yourself about what you're feeling. The second suggestion she gives is asking yourself why you're feeling this way. Why am I jealous? Why is it hard for me to see this happen for this person? And she says, your feelings are a form of information, which is so true. So good. In this case, your jealous or envy is telling you something. More times than not, it's a reflection on ourselves. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad reflection. It could just be reflecting what you're feeling about what we're feeling about ourselves at the time. 
where we think we are in life and maybe where we think we should be. And to be very honest, that's where a lot of times jealousy comes from is where we think we should be somewhere else than where we currently are. And we see somebody else get there and it's like, okay, wait, um, <laughs> did I miss the bus? Did I miss the train? What is happening here? <laughs> But she goes on to say, if you can suspend judgment and get curious about the feelings, you might find out that you have desires and aspirations you didn't know existed. And there was this other quote in this article called um, Why Certain Friendships Can Make Us Jealous by author Jennifer Freed. I can pronounce her name. She says, jealousy shows up places we have not developed in ourselves attributes that others have that we may want to work on. It can bring out our competitive side. Uh, it can bring out our competitive side, which can be useful in upping our attention to things we want to improve in ourselves. At the same time, when you are feeling this way, it's important to remind yourself that you're already worthy and loved. Okay, we'll get to that part. Um, she also says, jealousy is only destructive if you take it at face value, as opposed to exploring its deeper meaning. That's when we tend to become unconsciously reactive, acting out in harmful ways. But if we mine this destabilizing force for all it's worth, we can work our way to a newfound wholeness, developing healthier relationships and foundations for our friendships. So, okay, there was a lot that was said there, but I think it's really important to get in touch with yourself in that moment because that's such a moment of, of vulnerability with yourself to be like, dang, I'm jealous and I'm jealous because I feel like I should be here and I'm not. But what can I do with that jealousy? What What is coming up that I need to address? That I need to sit with myself and say, all right, let's work through this. So like with the example, if it's you feeling like you're not somewhere that you think you should be, well, who gave you that timeline? Why are you feeling like, like you're behind or have you even like, have you even adopted that timeline? Like what's going on here? Why do you feel like you are left behind, I guess, or that you watching it happen for them makes you feel like it'll never happen for you. Like, do you think this stuff only happens once or twice and it's just not going to happen for you? Number three, she says, resist the urge to act out. In other words, don't be a hater. The article says, often we don't engage with feelings like envy and jealousy because we're afraid that by thinking about them, we're making the feelings worse. However, when we shove those feelings aside, we're more likely to act out. We start to do indirect and even passive aggressive behaviors. It's not unusual to take a step back from a friend when you're feeling a little envious or you change the subject whenever they provide updates on their good news or even pick a fight. Try to resist these actions, she says. They could hurt your friendship and you probably won't feel great about it either. That part is so important. And that's why I think it's important, really important to do steps one and two. One, to call it jealousy, even if it's just calling it to yourself and then asking yourself why you're feeling jealous. Because if not, it will come out in very passive, aggressive, or maybe just downright aggressive ways. And in my interaction with the friend that I was talking to last week, where we both admitted to each other that we were jealous of one another, she was very caught off guard, like, well, I mean, not necessarily caught off guard, but she was like, wait, what? Like you were jealous in that moment and vice versa. When she shared it with me, I was like, wait, what? You were jealous at that? And I think it's because we did a very good job at making sure that we were not acting jealous towards that other person, if that makes sense. So even though I have the feeling, I'm making sure that that feeling is not 
bringing up any passive aggressive or any behaviors that would make her feel like I feel anything but happy for her in that moment as she's telling me whatever the news is. And I think when we don't do one and two, we unrealizingly, and so with with the friend that she was having this issue with, this friend was doing just that, like being very passive aggressive and not really acknowledging um, some of the things that were happening in her life. And that was making the friend feel away. So I know people think like, oh, if I just don't address it or whatever, then it's not an issue. But more times than not, you not addressing it with yourself, not even with the person, with yourself will cause a rift. Like the other person will feel it. There are times where I have felt jealousy from a friend and I know that they were trying to push past it maybe or maybe they were just trying to ignore it and it was very obvious and nobody wants to feel that way so and this takes a lot of work y'all this takes a lot of work a lot of self-control or a lot of honest conversations with yourself a lot of keeping your your little funky attitude in check but it's so important and that's why I specified at the beginning a friendship that you genuinely love that person not these little fake, you know, friendships. I call them brunch friends where and there's really no depth to it. I'm talking about people like that's my sister. I love her and I do want the best for her, but I'm struggling with seeing this happen and it not happening for me and working through that. So don't be a hater and resist the urge to act out because if not, it's going to show up in a way that could be very harmful for the friendship. And let me not sit here and act like I'm perfect at this and I've never been that person that's acted out in jealousy, whether I meant to or not. I've definitely been that person. Um, one of her other tips that she gives is to remember how much you value your friendship. And she says, it's reasonable to be both happy for your friend and wish you were in the same boat. However, however, when you're dealing with conflicting emotion, there's a tendency for us to focus on one more than the other. Instead of doing that, you might acknowledge your jealousy and remind yourself how much you value your friendship. Reminding yourself of the good times you've shared and the support you both provide to each other can help you focus on what's important. Super important to not over index on or be engulfed in or by your feelings of jealousy because again like I said they can cost you the friendship if you're not careful if you don't put those moments in check and I'll just be real transparent with y'all because I have had so many people ask me this I have been, by the end of this year, I will have been in seven weddings. Yes, seven. (laughs) And as a single person, that gets to be really, really tough, especially as a single person that desires marriage. And so I've had a lot of people ask me like, well, how, how are you feeling? Like how how has that been for you to be in so many weddings and watch this happen? And I'm like, can I be honest? It's really hard. (laughs) It's really, really hard. And in those moments where I am like, God, because, you know, they have a lot of times our conversation with me and God, where I'm like, God, this is hard. This is tough. I wouldn't have picked this for myself. And Loki, I 
<laughs> I'm upset you picked it for me. But God, I remember those moments praying with my friends for their future spouses. I remember the talks about singleness and all the stuff that we went through. And God, help me to be so happy in this moment that you are showing me an answered prayer. Because they it was my prayer too, right? Like I prayed for these people's spouses. I prayed for my my friend's spouses to show up. So thank you for answering my prayer. When you would like to get to my prayer about my husband, you let me know. <laughs> but thank you for answering their prayers for their husbands and their relationships. And, you know, there's other things too, like friends that have had babies, friends that have bought houses, friends that have gotten like super dope jobs. Like these are things that I have prayed for for them, God, and you have answered those prayers. And so help me to be grateful that what help me to celebrate an answered prayer and not grieve the fact that the prayer that I want you to answer for me has not been answered yet. And that's real talk, y'all. That's real, real honesty. And I hope, again, that this is a space that we can be this bare and this honest and talk about these hard things like this. But I think it's important to remember how much you love those friendships, how much prayer you have put into those friendships and those situations as well and being like okay how can I reframe this I remember I was telling my um this is a side note but I was telling my therapist I'm like yo I've been in so many weddings oh my goodness like this is so overwhelming and she was like can I offer a reframe and I was like no I don't pay you to offer reframes I pay you to (laughs) tell me everything's okay no I'm just kidding me and my therapist are super close love her um but she was like can we reframe this? And I was like, fine. And she was like, the reframe is that you must be a really good friend that everybody wants you in their wedding. I was like, all right, girl. Okay. I'll take that. (laughs) Great way to make me feel better about it. One of the next tips says, if you're comfortable, talk to your loved one about it. It says this isn't necessarily necessary, but it can deepen your relationship when done right. It doesn't have to be in a super direct way where you're making them feel bad, but try telling your friend how happy you are for them and then having an open and vulnerable conversation about how you're trying to do what they're currently doing. Whatever you do, don't don't unload or make their happy moment all about you. That is very important. In fact, you might want to split these into two separate conversations after you've processed what you're feeling. Again, it's validating your excitement for them so that it's clear, I am able to hold my feelings of sadness, grief, jealousy, whatever it is, and support you in the fullest at the same time. I can't even express how important this piece is. And again, this piece is not necessary. Like, I don't think you have to admit um, to that person if you're jealous you can if you want to, like the article says, and it can have great benefits if done well, but it is a tango, y'all. Like it is not easy to do. And you, again, want to make sure that you're not making it all about you. You want to make sure that you're making it clear that like, I'm feeling these feelings, but I'm also holding space for you and the excitement for you is still there. I'm just feeling both of these at the same time. And I have had um, people tell me that they've been jealous of something. And it was actually a friend from high school recently. Um, She reached out out to me on Instagram and I really appreciated the transparency. Why can't I talk today? Sorry, (laughs) y'all. The transparency and the honesty behind it. And she did it in a way that wasn't like, you know, let me rain on your parade. But it was like, 
yo, you did this and it made me feel like I could never do this, but I had to sit and I had to address the fact that this made me feel jealous. But then I also realized that I should look at this as inspiration that like, yo, if this can happen for you, then it can happen for me. And I think there can be a lot of greatness that comes out of those moments, but it's definitely challenging to do. So walk that tightrope if you need to. Lastly, the article says, once you've addressed the jealousy or envy, brainstorm how you'd like to support your friends. She says, typically, if you hide your emotions and try to push them aside, your support can feel disingenuous. Once you've allowed yourself to be open, you can talk through ways you can show up for your friend that feel right for both of you. Let's be honest, talking about this will feel foreign in some friendships, so it might make sense to figure out how to support them on your own. In times where I have dealt with jealousy, I usually do this work on my own to figure out like, okay, how can I push past my feeling and still be there? So in the um, wedding and being a bridesmaid example, like, okay, look, this is still my sister. I still want her to have the most amazing and best day ever. So how can I push past my feelings and be there every step of the way as much as she needs me to be um, for this day? I also think it's important too, though, to know what your boundaries are. And the article gives a great example. It says, if for instance, you're trying to be there for your pregnant friend while grappling with fertility issues, you might not be the best person to accompany, accompany them to a doctor's appointment, but there may be other ways that you can help. It is okay to create some boundaries around how much you interact with your friend on certain topics. You might mute them on social media, even if you love them, opting to check in with them another way when you have the emotional bandwidth. You're still a good friend if you find ways to manage your own comfort while lending a hand. That piece is very, very, very important because If we love our friends, we of course are going to want to be there for them as much as we can, but it is also important to create our own healthy boundaries around the situation, especially if it's a situation rooted in a lot of pain or it's bringing up a lot of hurt in us. And so I think that setting your boundaries and being very clear on like, I can't come to the baby shower if this example resonates with you, or, you know, I can't be there in the delivery room but I'm still praying for you. Like I'm still hoping that you have a safe and healthy delivery. I'm still hoping that, you know, your baby makes it into this world in a healthy way um, and that you have a painless delivery, like all those things. Like I'm still praying for those things for you, but I can't physically be there because of my boundary. And I love that the article says that doesn't make you a bad friend. You can find other ways to comfort and lend a hand, lend a prayer while protecting your space and your heart. (laughs) And listen, doing all of this is not easy. It takes a lot of emotional awareness, emotional endurance, and it's not easy. And so if wherever you are, if you're someone that is experiencing jealousy in a friendship or envy, watching certain things happen for others, that's not happening for you. Like I just pray that God will comfort you in those moments. I know it's not easy. Um, I know it can feel heavy. I know it can make you feel like a bad friend, a bad person that you're even having those feelings in the first place. But I hope that through listening to this episode, you realize that more times than not, most of us have these feelings and it's okay. It's just a matter of what you do with the, with 
what you do with those feelings that matter. And so I hope that you take the time to unpack why you're feeling, why you feel, um, to soothe yourself, to have the conversation with your friend if you need to, if you feel like you need to, or brainstorm ways that you can support your friend while setting boundaries for yourself if you need to on your own. And I just hope that you feel seen by listening to this episode and don't feel like you're the only one that's going through envy. Um, And yeah, I pray that whatever the thing is that you're envious of, like I pray that God will open that door in his perfect timing for you for that to happen. So that that doesn't not have to be an area where you are experiencing jealousy anymore. All right. Well, I pray this episode was helpful for someone. I pray happy and healthy friendships for anyone that is listening to this. Y'all, this is some real grown woman stuff talking about our feelings and what to do with them and how to not let them hold us back. So I just pray that you feel encouraged and seen. Please share this episode with your friends, your family, your loved ones. Uh, Don't forget to rate, like, and subscribe to the podcast. And until next week, I hope you guys find, or not next week, two weeks from now. (laughs) I hope you guys find um, ways to shine bright on purpose. Bye, guys.